Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, friends. We're back again. It's Fightful.com. It's March 24th, 2023. It is your post-Impact Wrestling Sacrifice. Sacrifice! 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 Show. And I'm here. I am at Joel Pearl. As always, joined by my ride or die, by my number one Impact Fanella, Jafar is here tonight. <laughs> Cressa Star. Cressa, how you doing? Um, 
I'm a little sad because last night I promised the people I was going to come to Scott Steiner. But Amazon said that my helmet would be here yesterday. And here we are. We didn't get it. But I'm going to give you something. I decided to do something different with my beard tonight. This is this is a lot. Impact was a lot tonight. What did yeah. you think? So, yes, the show was a lot tonight. And it was a lot for several reasons. We found out last night during our post show that Mickey James was going to be unavailable for the show. We're going to talk uh-huh. a lot about that tonight and what the ramifications of her injury are in terms of what's happening uh, what happened tonight they didn't do the knockouts title match what's going to happen at multiverse united next thursday and also how this is all going to play out to rebellion because again we don't know mickey's full uh, trajectory in terms of her uh, recovery we have that and then we also found out this morning via press release that impact world champion josh alexander injured his triceps had surgery this morning in florida and Uh. had to drop that title and that is a awful way to end such a long reign the longest in impact wrestling history and this is how he goes down that that sucks i'm really bummed out so that changed the entire show from top to bottom including the main event and so it made for a weird show there was a lot of really good stuff on the show there was a lot of really bad stuff on the show i know we're gonna dig in um I'm willing to give this, whatever I feel about the show, I'm willing to give it a star because of all the weirdness that happened tonight uh-huh. up to it. So that's kind of where I'm at. How about you overall? How'd you feel about this show? Um, well, I want to give Josh Alexander his flowers. Cause I think that when we talk about, or in the general conversation of wrestling in general, when we talk about world champions, his name is not brought up enough. And I, I think it is a crappy way to go out. Like you said, considering that historic rate, I'm wishing him a speedy recovery, but he did impact proud. He did that championship proud. And I hope and pray when he comes back that it's going to be a, I don't know how else to describe it besides that. He does what he needs to do and everyone's going to give him his flowers and praise him for it. Um, Mickey James being injured was one thing too. I felt bad for Jordan Grace in this situation. You're ready for a match tonight and it's not happening. And they touched upon it tonight when she was like, I guess Jordan Grace had was right when she said, don't overexert yourself like two days or a day before sacrifice. I get it. I get it. Overall, like you said, I'm willing to give the show, like you're not getting less than three stars from me considering all the things that happened tonight, all the things, but there were certain things I was just like, Yeah, you just kind of looked at it and you were like, "Mm, did it have to go down this way? We're going to talk about that and so much more. And of course, we welcome you to leave a thumbs up here on this video. If you're watching us after the fact, that's fine. If you're watching us live, hey, how are you? How are you doing? You can go ahead and leave a super chat. Any amount gets your question or statement read on the air. Or you can head over to humperchats.com and donate a little bit there where Cresta will tell you why and how and what. You're going to head on over to humperchats.com. I think there is another show going on right now. So make sure you put IMP at the beginning of your Humper Chat. And myself or Joe Pearl, Joe Pearl will read it live on air. We get to keep a little bit more of the proceeds. It makes us happy. It keeps Sean happy. It keeps the lights on. And it lets you know that we know that you know that we love you and you love us. Humperchats.com. It's helpful when you put an IMP because, yes, the post-Smackdown show is on. And knowing how our friend Kate and 
the two Alexes are. They'll go all night if they have to. We, we don't plan on going all night. No, not at all. We have to. <laughs> <laughs> Friday. I think we got enough things going on. Let's start with the countdown. Just roll right into it. Edward Edwards takes on Bupinder Gujar. This is nice because Gujar is, uh, he did a lot of his training and his schooling uh -huh. in Windsor. So he had a nice hometown pop. First thing that I noticed, the hard cam facing the crowd again. I love it. I need that with my impact. I know when they go to Toronto, they're going to have the hard cam facing the stage again. Uh -huh. But there's going to be people on the stage as well so it's going to be there's going to be a, a good row of people so it won't just look like they're like you're watching a tv screen or something like that so it was good tonight so you'll see that for the tapings as well because they'll be in windsor for tapings over the weekend uh this was a good back and forth you know the crowd loves Gujar, like i mentioned they do a, a really good looking edward edwards superplex into a tiger driver got to a 2.9 Gujar goes for a splash eddie gets his knees up and then hits the boston knee party gets the win Solid opening match, crest to star. Ain't much else to talk about, is there? Um, honestly, I, I, you know that I have been an Eddie Edwards hater, and I, well, let me not say a hater because hate is a strong word. I've been critical of him tonight. I saw a very serious Eddie Edwards, something I'm not used to, something I'm normally like, oh god, Eddie Edwards. But him and Guzer got a lot of chemistry, and I would like to see them. I, I, I would like to see Eddie Edwards wrestle again. I can't believe I'm saying that, but you know what? I'll give it to Impact. They're really good at changing my mind on a lot of things. So it wasn't bad. It was a good back and forth. But like you said, that Tiger Driver, that I'm um, sorry, that top rope suplex into the Tiger Driver was where I was like, okay, Edward, Edward Edwards, I see you. It was a good match. It was a good solid match. The man knows how to work, always has. That was mm -hmm. never the question. I think it was just more, you know, his stories haven't been that great lately. So it's nice that they're kind of building Eddie Edwards back yeah. uh, slowly but surely. And we'll talk about the match with PCO and Kenny King, where Edward Edwards is definitely all over that uh, a little later in the show. The, uh, they, they did mention the Josh Alexander world title situation. Uh, so they said that the successful surgery happened in Florida. That's great. Uh, Macklin versus Kushida is now the world title match at Rebellion in Toronto for the vacant world championship. The multiverse match is obviously off, so I don't know what they're going to do to replace Kushida on that. Uh, and then they're going to talk later on about Mickey addressing her future as knockouts champion. We'll get to that. Then they go backstage. Gia Miller's with Rich Swan and Frankie Kazarian. Said that uh, their plans have been upended, obviously. Kazarian shouting out that he had the same injury, wound up at the same hospital, and had the same surgeon. And shout out to Dr. Brad. And <laughs> mentions the setback is only a setup to the comeback. I like that mm -hmm. line. And then Swan, you know, they, they do the, the typical, we don't know how I feel about tagging with uh, Steve Macklin, but we'll get through it. And, you know, they, they get into it later on. And then we'll talk about the main event later. But it's just a nice little props to Josh Alexander. Some people in the chat mentioning that he's an underappreciated world champion. In some ways he is, but in a lot of ways they've spent the last few months really uh, singing the praises of Josh Alexander in this business. No, absolutely. I, I think that Again, there's so much conversation to be had about Josh Alexander, and there's so much good wrestling going on that I think if if everything that wasn't going on and everywhere else, you would really pay attention to this run. And it's I do agree he's a little underappreciated. I think he deserves more flowers, and I would give that man flowers every day. Like he's so he is such a good champion, and I do agree with Joel in the sense of that Impact did build a lot of interesting stories around him. So I want to say since well. 
since around October when he was doing what I felt was the victory lap of let me beat up the former Impact champions, where really the Macklin storyline was like, yo, why are you beating up all these has-beens? Fight me. Like, I sympathize with Macklin just a little bit, just a little bit, because now you're being thrown into a situation that you were really prepared for something else. But at the same time, I think he played the perfect, yeah, he's gone, but what about me? <laughs> just, just the perfect, bring it back to me, focus on me for a moment. So he played his part as well. I'm glad that Steve Macklin had that promo mm-hmm. this past week on Impact that aired, because it's a little, it's still seamless trying to get to that, you know, I, I deserve what I get. Mm-hmm. I deserve the title. And now I'm just going to take it from somebody else. And we'll talk about how that's all going to build up later. Uh, we move on. Kylan King versus Rosemary. This, uh, that's fine. <laughs> There's not much to add. I mean, well, listen, we have biting. So obviously this match is great. Uh, Taylor Wilde getting involved a lot, distracting Rosemary. And then finally, Jessica has enough and takes out the, uh, the aforementioned Taylor Wilde. Uh, good stuff from Kylan King here, as per normal. You know, the double pump kick spot was fun. Uh-huh. One thing I have to say, and this goes back to the the audio issues and impact never going 100%. They, you couldn't hear the chops. You know what I mean? When they yeah. each other in the chest, you couldn't hear it. And I just, I just like to hear the chops, but that's me. And I know Kylan King and Rosemary will give you the. Yeah, they'll lay it in. So. Uh-huh. Rosemary's crossbody turns into Kylan King jumping into it, which again, I've talked about this on the show. I love it when they jump into the crossbodies, makes everything look a little bit crisper. In the end, Rosemary hits a spear on Kylan King after Jessica takes out Taylor Wilde. Jessica wins, so clearly I think we're going back to Death Dolls versus the Coven. Uh, again, match was fine. There was nothing uh, inoffensive in it. What do you think of this match? Agreed. The match itself was fine. I do like how... They are letting Kylan King shine because she was really kind of ragdolling Rosemary in the beginning of that match. But Rosemary's one of those, she's one of those wrestlers where if you beat her up, it doesn't matter because you're not gonna knock her out. You literally have to damn near kill her. I'm not advocating for violence, please. <laughs> but Rosemary is up there with the you're it's gonna take a lot more than that to knock me out. So it was it was nice to see Kylan King get. A showcase, if you will, for herself. I feel like that was the same thing with Bupinder Gujar in the first match as well, that they showcased these two competitors. Um, but yeah, I do think it's going back to Death Dolls. Uh, I was really, I was really happy because Jessica was pissed since yesterday. So <laughs> her being angry and finally getting her hands on Taylor Wilde, fantastic. I'm interested to see where this goes because I do feel like Havoc is on the horizon. But I also, in the back of my mind, I somehow feel like Sue Young is on the horizon as well. I think with all this spookiness, if Sue Young comes back, if she comes back, but I think that this would be the perfect segue because typically in which Laura Covens are typically three. So who else would be the spooky third girl? That's a good, that's a good shout. I haven't thought about that. It's entirely possible. Um, Sue Young being, yeah, Sue Young being the person to come in and join the coven will be interesting. It'll be a different twist on it, and it'd be good to mm-hmm. see her back, too. No idea what her status is with Impact Wrestling. Yeah. It would be nice to see her return. Uh, speaking of returns, we had a return match to open the main card. Speedball, Mike Bailey, and Jonathan Gresham put on a clinic, okay? This... If you're looking for Matt wrestling, this was your match of the night. Yes. If you're looking for st- for a really good story told in the ring, this was your match of the night. Once again, I just want to point out, Mike Bailey's week at WrestleMania week involves 
a match against Tanahashi, a match against Kota Ibushi, a match against Vikingo, and a match against uh, a guy that, that people don't really know much about. And I'm, I'm going to butcher the first name. It's Shihiro Iri, who just won WXW's 24 Carat Tournament, which is they're, they're a big uh, German promotion, WXW. Okay. They're on the WWE Network for a while. He just won their big tournament of the year, which is the character, the 24 Carat Tournament. Uh, Iri has been around for many years and actually shows up in Canada quite often. Speedball versus these four men, I think three out of the four matches are happening on the same day. <laughs> so Speedball is going to have the best time. But tonight, he absolutely tore it up with Jonathan Gresham. He even the score. We're going to go beat by beat through this match. I know we will, but the finish was great. They uh, after, after all the legwork that Gresham was doing, he succumbs to a reverse figure four, taps out quick. Let's talk about this match. Crescent Star, go ahead. This was a textbook story lesson of why you should wear shoes when you wrestle. Jonathan Gresham was so... He did it in the first match. And he did it here. If you take away the base of both of these men, because their styles are similar but different enough where it's like, okay, these are distinct styles. But if you take away their base, which was the storyline of the match, neither one of these guys can do any of their moves. Because Gresham, yes, he's good with the upper body. Because there was at one point where it looked like he had speedball in a scorpion. He was taking his toes and separating it. That that pops me. Because I am, I am an advocate for do not wrestle barefoot. And if you do, I'm stepping on your toes. I'm tickling your foot. I'm, uh, I'm Jonathan Gresham in your toes. I'm Pete Dunne in it. I'm doing all of that stuff because you chose not to wear shoes. And a lot of people are respectful wrestlers and they don't do it. Jonathan Gresham was so disrespectful tonight. And I loved it. I loved it. However, Speedball got him right back and was twisting his... At one point, I feel like <laughs> Gresham's ankle was like this perpendicular with the rest of his body and that's not the way it should have been it was such a good match and I feel like it, even if you don't like mat wrestling submissions you would still like this it's I thought it was great I laughed I get I popped when he grabbed his toe and was like ah <laughs> I thought it was great put some shoes on <laughs> I think it's nuts that this match was Gresham trying to chain wrestle Speedball as Speedball gets ready to basically strong style his way through LA. Mm -hmm. And 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 Speedball kind of wanting to get into that style that he brings which is kind of more uh, kind of more MMA maybe martial arts style. And then you have Gresham just trying to ground him the whole time. At one point, yeah. you know, he's grabbing Speedball's knee and just slamming it into the mat, which we've oh, seen Gresham yeah. do before. And it's nasty and it's gnarly. He did that to Sheldon Jean not too long ago mm. on an episode of Impact. And that was just, it was so gross to watch. Uh, Speedball doing the running shooting star press always looks good. And then they go out onto the apron and Speedball hits this, just flip knees to the head on Jonathan Gresham and Gresham's selling it like he's been concussed. I love it. It looks so good. They eventually get out. They do the tornado kick. It misses the ultimate weapon. And that was the figure four spot that we talked into. Uh -huh. Gresham goes to get another figure four in. He gets reversed and then he taps out match number three. Like we've said, it's got to go down at rebellion and it has got to be a number one contendership match. There's no doubt yes. in my mind that there is something there for both men. Absolutely there. 
Yeah. And I will say that too, that the end of the match was the beginning of the match, which I really liked because at the beginning of the match, Gresham gets speedball into a figure four and neither one of them let go until they roll all the way out the ring. At the end of the match, it was Gresham again getting speedball into a figure four. And this is after, fi- not after figure four, this is after speedball, couldn't even barely stand to try to get the ultimate weapon. Like he kept bracing and shuffling because his knees were shredded at that point. So I like that the reversal, that flip, that in the sense of, and I think this was a common theme throughout the night was, I'm going to preserve my body, so I'm tapping like this right now. A lot of people did not wait to tap if they were submitted tonight. It was like, you know what? I don't got time because I have to wrestle you again next week. Or I got to wrestle again next week. So I respect it. And like you said, we said it was going into a third match. I cannot wait to see where this goes. I think we are beyond the X division. Unfortunately, with Alexander having to relinquish his title, this now opens up the playing field. Why? I think there is an argument for Gresham. There is an argument for speedball to all be challengers. It's just that at the same time, I don't want Macklin to lose right after he win it. You know what I mean? So somebody got to, somebody has to eat the feet. Yeah, exactly. And that's fine with me. So <laughs> I love Emmy Sulko saying I'm not fighting a submission on a $10 show. <laughs> it's true. I mean, you don't get paid by the hour. <laughs> it's true. We go backstage, Gia Miller's with Brian Myers leading into the Digital Media Championship match. Basically does his thing. He says he's going to win and that he's out here to show the world that last night was no fluke. And then Moose walks in and he's like, hey, I'm going to help you win just like I helped you win last night with my spear. And then in walks Santino. And this is this is when I like Santino. When he's playing uh, the gotcha one-up, I'm smarter than you, I'm paying attention. And he says, you know, Moose, you stooged yourself. I'm gonna ban you from ringside. I like, and and he does it in his like Santino way. Haha, it's fine because it's the uh-huh. digital media championship, but it works for me because it shows like Santino heard it and he's like, nah, I'm gonna act and I'm gonna make yeah. sure the heels get you know don't get their way. I don't think there's anything to add other than we go into this match. Joe Hendry comes out. It's Joe Hendry versus Brian Myers for the digital media championship. I love this. This opening promo from Hendry just made me laugh. He says, every so often, the British government will send a member of the royal family to Canada to connect with the people. One person stood up and out above all others. He puffed his chest out. And at that point, I said, Harry, shut up. I got this. And Megan, I got your text. Highly inappropriate, but I'll get back to you after the show. (laughs) I feel like that's such a dated joke at this point. It's like, that's. It's giving, it's, it's giving, giving four giving months Hendry. after the fact. What? It's giving Joe Hendry. <laughs> That's fair enough. I, I just find it funny that Joe Hendry got Megan's text, but not my text. I'm kidding. I don't know that man, but not. <laughs> I'm kidding. Because there's already footage of me saying put a titty in my mouth. Kate is going to have a field day with this. Got clipped and went around everywhere, by the like, way. Just like wrestling. <laughs> just like wrestling that's that's the answer the answer is wrestling <laughs> that's fine so anyway brian Myers shows up and uh the match is underway oh and of course like joe hendry does this whole like brian Myers is going to sacrifice his face as it gets slapped from right to left mm-hmm. and then Myers comes out he rips a sign in front of a fan and it's a nice looking sign he's got a ratings thing and everything anyway uh not much to say about this it's a lot of Myers offense yeah hendry is playing the baby face in peril the entire time and then eventually Myers gets cut with a caught with a big, big cutter off second rope. And then Hendry hits the standing ovation and he retains the digital media championship. Match was fine. Feels like this has got to be the end of the Myers Moose and Joe Hendry saga, right? 
I say at least with Joe Hendry, I see something from Myers and Moose going forward. I do see something with that, with Moose trying to say, well, I tried to help you, but the Santina Morella, I, I'm not quite sure if Moose is done with Hendry, but I kind of would like it to be. Yeah. If they, like, if that makes sense, I think it's time for Joe Hendry to have a serious opponent, like a serious, serious opponent to test his mettle. I, I like Joe Hendry, but I would like to see him in a in a in a moment where he's not so motivational. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's a little uh, bit of a scumbag. So let's dig into this one. We go backstage. Gia Miller is talking to Mickey James, and Santino Morella is there again. Uh, Mickey James announces that she has a broken rib. She won't be out for long, but she's unable to defend the knockouts title tonight at Sacrifice, and also at Multiverse United next week. She intends to defend at Rebellion if she's good to go. And then Santino says, well, at Rebellion, it's going to be Jordan Grace versus the winner of the Multiverse United four-way, which they've now taken out uh, Mickey James and they've inserted Masha Slamovich. So who is that? Masha, Diana, Mia Yamashita, and I'm missing the fourth person. It's not Giselle, is it? No, but this is the it is Giselle. It, it is, is Giselle because Giselle and Mew they've they've fought each other before. So uh the, those are the four women in that match. And uh if Mickey's good to go at Rebellion, then it's gonna be a three-way. If Mickey is not good to go by Rebellion, then she drops the knockouts championship and presents it to the winner of Jordan Grace versus the winner of the multiverse united four-way. That's a lot of stuff what did you think of the segment and what do you think of mickey james in this whole situation because they're leaving a lot up in the air while telling you this is kind of how we'll navigate it well so i i do appreciate that there's a little bit of hope for mickey james in the sense of if i'm up to it and i can the medically cleared I'm here. I'm back. However, I do like the idea of let's set up a tournament just in case. And if I have to defend my title anyway, let's not waste these women's time and put whoever was that winner from the fatal four way. I can see, I can see it going a lot of ways. I'm praying, hoping, wishing all of those good, well vibes to Mickey James that everything goes well and that she'll be ready by rebellion. Cause I think that'll be a killer three way, but I don't know. I don't know. I don't know because rib injuries ain't no joke. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So I I don't know. I think it was a good it was a good idea. It's a great idea, in fact. And I'm excited to see where it goes. Cause even if she can't wrestle, I would not be opposed to a Masha Grace part two. And I cannot imagine a, a scenario where it'll be a fatal four-way, if anything, because a person who wins that match is gonna be like, okay, I don't care if Mickey James is not ready. What about me? You know what I mean? So they'll still do a triple threat. They'll just not have Mickey. Yeah, I think. I, I don't know. I think, honestly, they're just going to do either it's a triple threat at Rebellion or it's going to be one-on-one. -on -one. And if they have Mickey get in there just so that she doesn't eat the pin and they protect Mickey, like Masha winning the, the match at Multiverse and then facing Jordan and Mickey, Mickey can work a triple threat that way. You know, yeah. it would be a light, it would be lighter for her. So I feel like that's kind of their way of saying we're gonna do our best to make sure you can at least get to the end here and lose the title in a way that like everybody wins. Uh, but if they do, let's say Masha wins and it's Masha and Jordan Grace, 
yeah, that could be a good match. And Masha can finally win the big one. And that's not just because on Sunday, we're dropping an interview with Masha Slamovich, where I spoke to her after the GCW World Championship win and after she beat Speedball Mike Bailey in Toronto. Uh, so uh, no no bias whatsoever that the guy the guy who spoke to the new world champion, the, the first interview she gave after winning that, that title on Friday last week. Uh, not no, at all. No, none at all. But uh, that's over on YouTube.com slash Fightful. That drops on Sunday. So point being, this was a really convoluted way to get to where we're going to go at oh. rebellion, but at least the matches are still happening at multiverse because again, on the world champion side for the men, yeah. we don't have anything on the cards. Yeah. We had to shuffle everything around. So I, I do appreciate that there is still, like you said, there's still the matches are still happening. So no one feels that their time is wasted, but even if there is a triple threat, I, cause I could see someone like a Giselle Shaw still complaining after she gets beat in that fatal four way. I mean, like, I want a shot. I could see Deanna Peraza like, well, I beat Giselle Shaw. I deserve a shot. I could see it. I could see it. And it'll also set up whoever that whoever wins that, who their next opponent is gonna be. Well, you didn't pin me in the triple threat. So So yes. At the same time, we're about to talk about Giselle Shaw versus Deanna Perrazzo. Spoiler alert, Tasha Steeles is back. And I think we're going to Shaw and Evans versus Perrazzo and Tasha Steeles. I mean, I want to say before anything, everyone's gear from Jay Vidal all the way down to Tasha Steeles, everyone looked immaculate in this match. I'm so glad that I saw Deanna's new gear last night because that robe is giving me Sultan. Like, <laughs> we got something to come, baby. <laughs> so, just like the match with Speedball and Gresham where it starts off with a figure four and mm -hmm. that's the point of the match, we do the same thing here. And this time it's Deanna trying to get the arm bar and the Venus to Milo. Shaw is trying to do that to Deanna, who eventually gets the win by getting in that Venus to Milo. This is after like a wild, like the denouement. It gets turned into a uh -huh. arm bar and then there's a reversal into a crucifix pin by Shaw. And then it becomes the Venus to Milo and Shaw just taps out. That's the end of it. Really, really great match. There's a spot where Deanna hits a flatliner directly into a Koji clutch. I thought that was great. Just a really good chemistry between Deanna Perrazzo and Giselle Shaw. I like the match. What do you have to say? Um, I want to know what regimen Giselle Shaw and Savannah Evans are doing together. Because when Giselle Shaw tried to lock in the Venus de Milo, I wrote, no, she's not. Miss Shaw. Like, she has stepped. It's, it's been such a pleasure. Again, I'm going to say this last night, and I'll say it again today. It's been such a pleasure seeing Giselle Shaw wrestle from when she came till now because you really trying to do you trying to outdo the door with Deanna Perrazzo it do take nerve and she I think she has the skills at this point and I would like I I love how it's getting really competitive with her Tasha Steeles being back love it love it and if it is a tag team I love it but poor Jay Vidal he ate all of those finishes at the end <laughs> and a big big cutter from Tasha Steeles gets tossed out Savannah Evans got tossed out good way to bring back Tasha Steeles mm -hmm. like we talked about last night kind of figured that's where it was going to be yeah but it's nice to see her back and it's nice to see her figured figured that yeah, figured easy for me to say right back into the story and uh, I like the idea of Deanna and Tasha kind of feeling each other out and be like can I trust you can I trust you we'll see what where that goes it could easily turn into one of them turning on the other down the line uh -huh. but first Evans and Shaw they continue to have their little 
their their ascension, if you will. So we'll, uh -huh. we'll see where that goes. Um, good match. It, it was really fun. Emmy Soko with a super chat about the digital media championship match. Should Joe Hendry continue using the whip into the standing out? I don't mind it. I don't hate it either. I mean, there's maybe a smoother transition, but I'm not a wrestler. And I, I think the standard ovation is good, especially when he gets the height up on. It's a good pop-up. Yeah, when you got when you're working with someone who knows how to take it, then it's great. And so far, his opponents mm -hmm. have uh, have been able to take it. So yeah, yeah, the whip into the standing o it it gets a little bit more action out of it too. You get a little bit more, um, you know, a little bit more force. Yeah, I like it. All right, Kenny King versus PCO. First of all, Kenny King comes out wearing an honor no more shirt. <laughs> honor some more, baby. We back. <laughs> <laughs> Kenny King somewhere was just like, oh, they have a pay-per-view coming up, do they? Well, let's remind them. Either way, uh, jumps PCO before the bell does Kenny King, and we get right into it. There's just, there's diving. There's no selling. There's PCO losing his mind. There's people being flipped on aprons and on the stairs. Kenny King exposes the floor. He hits PCO with a spin-out power bump. God damn, it's good stuff. Uh, Eddie Edwards, this is the finish. I love it. Eddie Edwards tries to use a kendo stick right in front of the referee who catches it, grabs the kendo stick as Eddie Edwards slides in a chair for Kenny King. King hits PCO. PCO no-sells it as is tradition. And then as King goes to swing for the fences, PCO punches the chair in Kenny King's face and gets the win. <laughs> that was pretty iconic. He just I feel like you should have done that you should have that 20 minutes ago. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of where I was. <laughs> like, we had to wait to do this. Okay. This match was fine. It was, again, inoffensive. We're just telling a story. Overall, it was just PCO winning a match, right? I legitimately like this match. I, I'm not going to hold you. Sometimes when I look at PCO match, I'm like, this is elder abuse, and I don't like this. But <laughs> stop making me laugh. My mustache is coming off. <laughs> yeah, I'm muted. You can't tell. <laughs> so, I mean, like, overall, like, PCO really did a lot tonight. And when he short-circuited, I was like, where are you going, old man? They didn't hit him so hard. He's confused. He is lost. But then he did it again. He no-sold his own damage. I I, <laughs> I like this match. It was so good. It was so – it borderline – I know this is not a term people like to hear, but I thought it was funny. But it borderline carny funny. But it was just it was just the right amount. Where I was like, this is so stupid. But I'm so glad that you have given us. It was a good palate cleanser, considering all the tough matches we had. And this was a stiff match. PCO's back on that apron. PCO Falcon Arrow. Bleh! I felt bad for him. Again, elder abuse. But at the same time, because I think it's an old man beating up this young man, and he just punched him for the <laughs> 10 out of 10. I, I enjoyed it. I liked it. It was fine. Again, just an inoffensive match. It was a, it was an impact special special. Yes, yes, yes. You know you know what they're about. So stop playing. You know what you tuned in for. <laughs> <laughs> you know what your five bucks gets you. Speaking of your five bucks, it can get you a ton of exclusive news over at FightfulSelect.com. Yes, I like Best that. Best segue. That one. You want to hear something funny? Well, there's a huge CM Punk story that dropped today, and there is a lot to unpack. You can go ahead, get the full scope, not the aggregated garbage that people are going to try and pass off as the story. No, the real story in its entirety is available for five bucks on FIFOSelect.com. Notes from tonight's SmackDown because they're off to their big show that's happening next week. It's called Wrestle Somethingia. Uh, Wrestle Zania, I think is what they're calling it. Anyway. Wrestle Zoo. 
wrestlers. Really? I think that's something else. Never something mind. else. Yeah, they, they use yeah. animals for that. But anyway, FightfulSelect.com gets you SmackDown notes so you can figure out, do I want to watch SmackDown this week? Do I want to watch Dynamite or Raw this week? Well, you get the notes. You can find out if you really want to or when you should tune in. Or maybe you've heard this. Tell me if you've heard this before. Uh, Lily Pons. Are you familiar with Lily Pons? I've been seeing this thing go around. I don't know who that woman is. As someone who's a, a, a TikTok aficionado, I assume that's where she came from. YouTube before YouTube was cool is where Lily comes from. And on the Impulsive podcast, her hubby made an allusion to a $20 million WWE offer. Well, let's just say over at FightfulSelect.com, we kind of debunked that. And no, it wasn't 20 million Boulevard, which is the Venezuelan currency because 20 million Boulevard, Cresta Star, take a guess how much that is. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly, but then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. $1,000. It is $8.24 US. I didn't want to be disrespectful. I was like, it's like 10 bucks. I was like, nah, nah, you're dragging it. You're being it's, offensive. No, it is. It is. It, that's how it is. But anyway, we have all the news about that over on FIFAselect.com. And of course, if you want Sean's Q&A that went up directly after the CM Punk story dropped, that's over at FIFAselect.com. Sour Graps, of course, with Kate and Alex, sometimes just Alex, sometimes Kate and Alex. The Weekender Podcast with Steven Jensen, who typically joins us for the Big Impact pay-per-views. And, of course, Coexisting After Dark with Rob and Maggie, where their guest this week was the one and only Denise Salcedo, who is now a Busted Open co-host. No, she doesn't have to get busted open to do the job. She just has to come to work once a week to do her job with Mark Henry because she is the new main event. And your yes, main Tom. event is at FIFOSelect.com for five bucks. Five dollars. Do Five it. Dollars. That's right. Do it in your girl mustache like me. I mean, that's not true, but you should do it anyway. All I right. grew a mustache while uh, subscribing to Fightful Select. That's how it works. You you want a mustache? You're 12 years old and you're like, I really want a mustache. <laughs> Get yourself a Fightful Select. <laughs> I assure you that this mustache. <laughs> oh, no. Hello, everybody. All right. We're out of the segue. Let's get into the real stuff. This is the best part of the night for me there's two of them this is number one jody threat is coming to impact wrestling crescent star i have watched jody threats a billion times right now i'm i'm going to see jody threat this weekend at junction city wrestling here in toronto so there you go jody has been around the toronto indie scene the ontario indie scene the canadian indie scene for for years now uh sean rossat famously saw her in SummerSlam 2019 weekend and has taken to her, loves her work just like I do. 
She's going to be a part of Impact Wrestling. I don't know if you've ever seen any of her work, but if you haven't, I highly recommend going and finding some of it because she's nuts in the best way possible. I do not know who Miss Jody Threat is. I like to go in Raw Dog, so I can't wait to see debuts. And once I see her on the Impact Ski, I'm going to be like, now I have to go back and look. I like to give everyone that. I don't want to go in with anything, but the high praise from you, you're like, you're my fairy godfather of wrestling. So I thought Bully Ray was. Who? Not. <laughs> <laughs> Macklin's backstage with Rich Swan and Frankie Kazarian. It's really just one of those. Okay, they, they actually explained it pretty well. So Kaz is like, hey, listen, we're partners. We're not friends. And Macklin's like, listen, I'm just here to get a good look at Kushida, who I'm facing at Rebellion for the Impact World Championship. I've served with people that I didn't like, but we got the job done because we adhered to the mission. That's mm -hmm. what we're doing tonight. Perfectly okay. This isn't Macklin turning face. This is just Macklin being like, I'm just here to do a job, and that's to win this match. Well, we'll see how that plays out later. But that's Macklin, Kaz, and Swan. Let's talk about the X Division Championship. Trey Miguel is with Lince Dorado. Who, buddy? They announced this match earlier this week. Uh, technically, Lince debuted in 2013 for TNA. He was in a match that included TJP and Dexter Loomis. Who? Nah. Yes. A seven-man escaped the elimination cage match. That's what that was. Anyway, no shock. Lots of flipping, lots of flying in this match. Uh, Lince pulls out a bag of tricks like none other, as he does. Uh, a good match. They try to follow each other into the ropes and counter, and then Trey eventually hits a sudden poison Rana and then stack pins Dorado to retain his championship. Cresta, what do you think of this match? I want to say that the laws of gravity do not affect Lince Dorada. Dorada or Dorado? Dorada? Dorada. Dorada. He did, I don't know what it was, but he got up on that top, tippy top pole and then just flipped around. But he, the flip was so slow and pretty. He was just like, wee. It was so pretty. It was so pretty. And then I guess when he was taunting Trey Miguel, I don't know why he was doing the cat thingy. I popped. I thought it was great. I haven't seen Lince Dorada in a very long time. Last time I think I saw him was in WWE Lucha House Party. So it's nice to see him do something where he still keeps that upbeat, fun, whatever charismatic style you would describe it. But also in a more serious wrestling. Like I'm an actual wrestler. I'm not just a jokey joke. I'm here for punchy punch, if you will. It was really nice. Trey Miguel played his part. Trey Miguel cheating. Come on now. <laughs> Dude, what did we expect? What did we expect? But um, now I'm getting to the point with Trey Miguel. I know you got to cheat to win. But now I need somebody who's going to take the cheating. You cheated Black Taurus, and I don't like that. You cheated, uh, you cheated Lindsay, and I don't like that either. But now I'm, I'm ready for a moose to just come be a menace to you. Because that's what you deserve. Not to say that you deserve to lose the moose, but you deserve a menace. I kind of want to see Lindsay and moose more than I want to see Trey and moose. I know Lindsay's just a special guest for this round of tapings, but I would have fun with it. I don't know. Only reason why I don't want to see that is because I can truly see Lindsay getting ready to do some beautiful 450 splash out the air. Moose is spearing the f out of this man. <laughs> oh, Moose, is, Moose has got really mean since he grew his mustache. I'll just say he got more grumpier. <laughs> Joe Hedge really put a hex on him. Woof. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see what you did there. I just. You're welcome. Uh, yeah, listen, there was some really good stuff from Trey in this match as well. You know, as much as he's playing up the heel, he's great doing these big sunsets, yes. the power bombs, running the road, not just running the ropes, but uh, 
you know, doing a bunch of rope offense. The Inziguris, uh, oh. they did a giant hurricane Rana spot on Trey where Lindsay lands on his feet, goes back yeah. to the top, gets a big old Lucha Litz shooting star press, and then Trey sells it perfectly, rolling out of the ring. There's some really, really good stuff in this match. It delivered, as expected. Both these yeah. men can go. So uh, go out of your way to watch this. This was another really, really solid yeah. match. While we didn't doubt the outcome, we knew that between the bells, we were going to get some good stuff. Yes, I will say that. The Gresham Speedball match and this match, I felt, was a high showcase of two different styles but similar styles. So please go ahead and watch this Lindsay Dorada uh Trey Miguel match. It's so good, so good. Flippy do galore, but also really good. Like I, I cannot sing its praises enough. There you go. Uh Impact announced that they're going to return to Windsor for Slammiversary, July 15th. They are spending a lot of time in Ontario. We talked about this last night. Windsor tonight, Toronto in April, London, Ontario in May. They're going to be in Atlanta in June. That's not Ontario, but they'll be back in July in in Windsor. So, listen, if you're if you're an Impact fan and you're in Canada and you want to make the trip, it's worthwhile. So, I think that Canada is lit. <laughs> Canada's out here. Canada in. We're okay. <laughs> you got stuff. GM Miller's backstage with TMDK, Bad Dude Tito, and Shane Haste are the two members representing them. Shane says he's got a Rolodex and he used it to contact Bad Dude Tito. And he calls, he says, Teets, you want to win some gold? And Teets is like, Of course I want to win gold. I love gold. I'm a little leprechaun. And then they call, a little lepre- call themselves a little leprechaun. And then they say, you got to beat the Bullet Club. And that's the, but it's not the real Bullet Club. It's like the mini Bullet Club. So they're like, that's even easier. And so we'll go in, we'll win it. And then at the multiverse of matches, we'll win again in the four-way tag match. That's the segment. Tag titles on the line. Ace of Bays, they end up retaining over TMDK. This is a good match. Tito is the big dude in this match. He looked so good. Taking down both members of, of Ace of Bays, especially Ace Austin. Uh, Austin spent most of the match getting beat down. Eventually, they have a good hot tag to Chris Bay. This whole thing breaks down until Tito does a big old frog splash, squashes Ace, and then they fast forward. Tito eats stereo super kicks from Ace of Bays, and then the art of the fold, as I call it. That's the art of finesse, and then they do the fold. I call it the art of the fold. Ace of Bays retain. That's the match. Go for it. I had never seen... What's his name? Big Bad Tito? Bad Dude Tito. Bad Dude Tito. (laughs) I never seen Bad Dude Tito before tonight. That man is a large. And also, he looked great. He was... So, I feel like the story of this match was, we don't respect Bullet Club light. And even commentary would say that there's a different feeling when you're in Bullet Club and you're in New Japan and you're in Bullet Club and other places because Bullet Club is everywhere. But especially in America, for some reason, American branches does, does not get respect. They don't respect us. They don't like us whatever so i feel like especially tito was just wrestling so disrespectful at one point i think he just kicked uh ace austin in the face like get the hell out of here so he deserved to get the art of the art of the fold jesus the art of finesse at the end but this was a really good match and i like (laughs) shane hayes but i kind of don't understand what he's saying (laughs) is that why Nah, because I there are other Australian wrestlers that I understand, but he just talks. I'm like, clearly you're not paying attention. I'm listen. I guess I'm, I'm a bad dude like Tito. <laughs> I'm a deaf dude. <laughs> Match is fine. I just uh, again 
a lot of this is just building to a rematch of some sorts in six days. And most yeah. yeah. And I would like to see like a conglomerate bullet club and maybe an um United Empire. Um is it United or is it Aussie Open? Or is that one thing? Well, they're they're together. Aussie Open and United Empire are together. Yeah, I want to see them versus Bullet Club. Unless that's already been done in New Japan, I'm just late to the party. Can't remember to TMDK and and United Empire. Yes, and fighting a conglomerate of Bullet Club because I mean there's Bullet Club everywhere, so you would have the Impact Bullet Club, New Japan Bullet Club, and I guess another Japan Bullet Club or something. Yeah, it's the NWO Japan. No, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> at that point, the Bullet Club just has representation everywhere. That's that's all it is. Even in WWE. Even in Asia, yeah, the OC, the original club. That's right. The 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 oldest, the baddest, the longest, whatever it is. I don't know. Insert Bluetooth read here that I don't have. Uh, let's let's talk about busted open. Who? This match puts the book in overbooked. <laughs> Fightful overbooked. Go to YouTube.com/slash Fightful Overbooked. We drop content every single day there. Yes, this was awful. Tommy Dreamer versus Bully Ray. I said, let's just get it over with. Do it here and get it over with. Unfortunately, they're going to probably extend it into Rebellion. We'll talk about why. Tommy Dreamer comes down and he hugs Darren McCarty, who used to be a defenseman with the Detroit Red Wings. Then Bully throws a beer in his face, pie faces him, and I'm like, oh, shit, they're going to use him later. There's a replica ECW World Championship that gets used, and that's because this match belongs in 1998 when these two feuded in ECW. They do a mini ladder spot, which is funny. Bully's making fun of Superfly, and then Tommy rolls out of the way, hits the Dreamer DDT. That's probably the best spot of the night, to be honest, because then we start getting into thumbtacks and cheese graters, and then they do a ref bump, and clearly they do it because Bully's bleeding, and that's fine. The referee's still out. He's been out this entire time, and then what did I tell you, Cresta Star? Hotch and Skyler, the good hands are back because Bully ain't going nowhere. <sighs> they do a pocket tax. <laughs> and I'm just sitting there being like, where is Santino Morella to end this? Because earlier tonight, he was much smarter with Moose. Why couldn't he stop this match being like, bully, bro, you're bleeding. You lose the match. And that could have been it. It could have been as easy as that. I was thinking the same thing. I was thinking the same thing. And I'm like, yo, bro, you're <sighs> continue. I'm sorry. I have, I have feelings. Bully Ray yells as he apologizes to Tommy Dreamer. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. My balls. I'm sorry. And then you got Tommy Dreamer doing this whole like slowly hearing out his best friend bully ray as bullies like playing mind games thinking yeah your daughters are you gonna see this and do you really want to be the innovator of violence i'm like you did innovator of violence when you were in ecw and your kids were able to watch it like what are we doing here dreamers is the dumb baby face thinks about it for a second gets low blowed and then somehow he starts bleeding uh and then the good hands grab the referee they show him tommy dreamer Bully wins the match, even though he's been bleeding for a while. <sighs> I don't want to talk about the post-match yet. Just talk to me about that stupid match until the bell rings. Referees in professional wrestling have one HP, except for indie refs who will sometimes wrestle you and Aubrey Edwards because she don't play that. This ref had 0. 
HP because his recovery time was terrible, 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 terrible. Awful. Once I saw Bully Ray bleeding and the ref was still asleep, I was like, I was already disgusted with the cheese grater. Because y'all, if you've been watching this show for a while, you know I have a weak stomach. My bloodline is weak. I can't take hardcore matches. Not at all. I'm soft. But this was this was like, what was the point of that? This man, he bled so much that there was no way the ref didn't wake up because a little got squirted on his face. There's no way. There is no way. At this point, at this point, I'm going to refer back to an anime reference. In anime, there's a show called Naruto. And in Naruto, there was an episode where this guy was putting everyone to sleep. There's a ninja that couldn't be put to sleep, but he went to sleep too. And when they pulled up on us like, Shikamaru, why didn't you help? He said, what's the name of this anime? Naruto, what's my name? Shikamaru. That's how I felt what the ref was doing. He was just sleeping there. Like, come on, you taking a nap? Like, what was happening, bro? Like, I get that maybe things had to be changed on the fly because matches were taken out and people were injured. But this match was a lot longer than it needed to be. I'm upset. I want to talk to the manager. Where is Chelsea Green? I need her to yell at somebody. This... Ah, I don't know how to put it to words, but I'm angry. I'm angry. I'm angry. And I'm angry. Thank you so much for your time. Let's get to the post-match. This is where the shit really hits the fan. Good hands they bring in the table. And then Yuya Yamura's back. That's great to see. And I'm like, there's more to this. They fight off Bully in the good hands until Bully tosses Yuya out. And I'm like, okay, here we go. Mm -hmm. Darren McCarty jumps the barricade. Security's like holding him back as Bully's like, come on. You come in here, you're fine. You know, Darren McCarty comes in. Then they do a hockey fight. And I'm like, this is just <laughs> dumb. It's not just dumb, but it's like McCarty, they probably said, hey, pull your punches a little bit. And McCarty probably doesn't do that very well. So I think at one point, Bully was like legitimately knocked down, knocked on his ass, whatever, it's fine. And then they put Darren McCarty through a table. No shame. <laughs> No shame. And I'm thinking to myself, if they bring this shit to Rebellion, I'm done. We won't even make it to a year, Cresta. I will be out. Bully Ray is about to get beat up by the, the Detroit Flyers. Red Wings. It's a touchdown. Hey! <laughs> is going to come out and do something about this. Anyway, if you know you're And then, thank God, Daddy's home. Your father. I was so happy. Daddy's so back. Happy. That's right. The one and only Scott Demore makes his return to Impact Wrestling. <sighs> it's good to see him. Looks great. He's really, really just jazzed and jacked up on this whole thing. And uh, yeah, he brings out Joe Hendry and Rhino and Speedball Mike Bailey and Jonathan Gresham and Heath. And he hits a Canadian destroyer on Jason Hotch and that's the best part of this entire thing is watching people be like, whoa, I didn't know that he could do that. It's not a hard move to, to, to do because it's mostly your the person who's taking it does most of the work. But like it's got to more can wrestle like he has legitimate hops. Like he can do it. Uh, so, yeah, daddy's back. And it looks like they're going to do some sort of five on five gimmick at Rebellion. And I don't want that. I don't want that either. But my same problem with Santina Morella is my same problem for you, Mr. Damore. You are 10 minutes, 20 minutes too late. Too late. What was the point of doing this after the fact? He done cheated. The good hands have been out here running amok for the past 15 minutes. So 
Now you want to do a Canadian destroyer on Hotch when the ref has been asleep? You should have ran down with your Reebok shirt on and would have counted the pin. What was that? What was that? What was that? Somebody, I've seen 80 refs come down to a match to make sure that it was counted at one point. And I know you good for that impact. So Santino didn't come out. You just got here? But you can get everyone in the back, including people who got his toes broken. Come on now. Come on now. Come on now. Come on now. That's my only complaint with it. That is my only complaint with it. It's like it was good. The Canadian story was cool, but this is 15 minutes too late. Sorry. Like, yeah. I, as somebody had said it earlier, but I feel like this is no tea. The only one who got over in that segment was Scott DeBoer. <laughs> And I want to see him wrestle. I want to see him wrestle. <laughs> so Solko did drop a super chat, and he says, uh, "Did anyone get over from this aside from my dad?" From and by the way, for some of you who don't know, Scott Demore is not actually my dad. That would be weird and an Epo hire. We just look alike. Uh, I, <laughs> I would be weird and an Epo hire. <laughs> not against it. Just there's nothing there. Uh, yes, Daddy, please come home. It's good to see you. So the <laughs> the thing is. We knew this was leading to Scott Demore coming back because Bully was the one who put him through a table, yada, yada, yada. Uh -huh. Understandable. There's still unfinished business between Scott Demore and Bully Ray, and it's got to be resolved somehow. Cool. No problem. You couldn't have this match main event for several reasons, one of which being uh, it's a busted open match between Bully Ray and Tommy Dreamer, and people be like, that's bullshit. Yeah. And then the other thing is, you couldn't have Scott come out and be the guy who gets over to end his own show because that just looks bad. To do it here made sense, as much sense as it could. It wasn't great, but I mean, again, there's uh -huh. a larger story at play, and that's Demore versus Bully. Um, and you did kind of have to make it look like Daddy's home. And yeah, I see it in the chat. Just fire him. Well, they did that. They tried to do that, and it didn't really work. Bully just kind of kept coming back to work. How Yo, don't do that. Don't do that. Just have, just have Dina kill him. <laughs> just have Dina kill him. <laughs> and this is this is going to be the end of the bully. We, we say this every month. This will hopefully be the end of the bully storyline. Is getting Scott to be like five on five. If your team wins, you get Impact Wrestling. If my team wins, I get it. Whatever it is, they'll find. Why does he have to do that? Because bully's bully, and Scott wants to up the ante. Uh, okay, 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 okay. Only reason why I'm questioning that is because remember when he fired Honor no more? He's like, great, you got your this stuff? Great. You're fired. Get the hell out of here. So you, that, 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 again, to me, what are the rules? Like, Scott Demore, just do the same thing. Like, bully, I don't care. You're fired. If you pull up, you'll get arrested for trespass. You, you literally fired Honor no more while unceremoniously. <laughs> you can't do that to Bully Ray, who's legitimately causing a muck. That's a good point. And I accept that. I don't know what they'll do. I'm really just spitballing. That's but fair. they're, they're going to do they're going to do something to finish off the Scott Demore bully part of the story. Mm -hmm. And yes, it and 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 then there's there's a third side to all of this, and that is this is Scott's hometown. Like Scott is Windsor Border City Wrestling. Like this is his place. Mm -hmm. Okay, this made sense to bring him back here because it was going to get a big pop. It was going to be a big moment. He was starting to like do more press. So like it made sense and it was nice to see because it was a big moment and it made it, it, it just worked. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, the next match is the main event and that kind of 
The crowd was good, but it kind of took the wind out of people's sails, including myself. And I think, Cresta, I can speak for you as well, because, you know, we shot a couple messages back and forth. Uh, I think the crowd was tired since since the Savannah Evan, not Savannah, since the Giselle saw Deanna Perrazzo match, because for several moments from that match, they were just silent. And I was like, Jesus Christ. And it's, going forward from there, it was like, it was very that. But I think that that match, with everything up until that point, that was really the... But again, so that is the ebb and flow of a live wrestling card. My my um, point is more just like the crowd was good for the main event, but they could have been better. Yeah. You know, uh, this this kind of served as as an extra piece that got them back into the show. So yeah. Scott's back. That's great. Unfortunately, they I don't even know if Darren McCarty is going to be part of this next set of tapings or if they'll just play it out. Whatever it is, it's just a really strange. It's just a really strange match. And a really strange way to, to finish that particular segment. So with that in mind, let's go to the main events. <laughs> Kazarian Swan and Steve Macklin, who is replacing Josh Alexander in this match, taking on Time Machine, that's Motor City Machine Guns and Kushida. Um, again, this is a story that's so hard to tell because it's last minute. You've uh-huh. got Macklin scouting Kushida, trying to coexist with Swan and Kazarian, just trying to get the job done. And then meanwhile, like the face heel alignment is messy because yeah. – Five out of six members of the teams are baby faces. And then there's Macklin. <laughs> and so they do a pretty good job of like, we're, we're looking for Kushida and Macklin exchanges, but they do a really good job of doing Rich Swan getting his ass beat because yes. Macklin keeps pushing him into the match. I like that. It's There's a story there. There's history there. You know, Swan found Macklin rifling through Josh's stuff this past week on Impact. So, like, there is a reason to do it. Uh, eventually, Swan gets back into it, and then Macklin blind tags himself back into the match. So, there's good stuff going on here. Macklin hits caught in the crosshairs on Kushida. So, again, they have some interaction Macklin and Kushida do, including the finish. Uh, let's just dive right into that. Kushida gets the hoverboard lock on Steve Macklin, and Steve Macklin immediately taps out. That team loses. Time Machine are the winners of your main event. Uh, and then Kazarian and Macklin kind of jaw jack for a bit. So maybe we got something to do for the next few weeks. What do you think of the match? And uh, did you find some stories to latch on to in it? I will say every time I see Time Machine, they are, no pun intended, a well-oiled machine. They are really good. And I think the only other tag team trio to beat them was Bullet Club with Kenta. And that's because it's Kenta. And we all already say, he's wrestling Jesus. <laughs> so it's, it is crazy to me to think that people thought that Backlin and um, Swan and Kazarian were going to win. Also, too, Kazarian, no, Macklin trusted Kazarian a little bit more than he trusted Swan, and he disrespected Swan at every corner, which I can understand. I just beat you, and I got a team with you. You're a jabroni in my eyes. But that team was doomed from the word go. My biggest complaint about it is that I felt like the – the finish was telegraphed with the way that Macklin was just totally not into it. He was like, I'm not interested in t- um, tagging in the way that he was always arguing with everybody else. It's like, bro, I understand that you're here to beat Kushida or to scout Kushida rather. But in the beginning of the night, you said we can make it work because all you got to do is uh, focus on the mission. I've started with dudes I don't like. But clearly, for someone who was messing with Josh Alexander's head for months, weeks on end, according to you, clearly you can't keep it together. Clearly, you know, it. it's one of those things where I knew what it was from the word go, and it just sucks that it was, that it shook out this way. 
But I wish just a little bit, just a little bit that the story was more than Swan is going to get beat up. Macklin's going to argue with everyone. Yep. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm going to pull up the super chat from Dobby the Brain Heenan. Mm -hmm. I have no issue with Kushida winning to get him momentum, but having Macklin lose clean, not for me. He should be as strong as he can to build up to rebellion. So I thought about this. Uh -huh. I, I disagree <clears throat> with this take because Macklin was strong leading into the match with Josh because he was scouting Josh. He was obsessed with Josh. He never thought about Kushida. Never had to. Uh -huh. So he had no time to study Kushida as an opponent. He lost to Kushida tonight, tapped out to the hoverboard lock, and he's like, now I got to get obsessive about Kushida. I got to learn everything I can about Kushida because I have to beat Kushida in a few weeks at Rebellion. It's almost like, again, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. Uh -huh. Macklin is going to win the Impact World Championship. Now we have to tell a fast story of him overcoming that loss, maybe getting in his own head about it for a minute, and then reminding himself, nope, I did this, I can do this, I can beat Kushida, it doesn't matter. So it makes the hoverboard lock more dangerous, which is great. It makes Kushida a more formidable challenger, so that when the two do meet up, it means a little bit more. <clears throat> Macklin doesn't look bad losing this way. It's just, uh, it's just there. So I'm, also, I'm sorry. No, so I, so I was going to say, that's just kind of where my brain is at with Kushida and Macklin and Macklin losing the match. I'll even take it one step further. I think that with all the injuries that have happened, it would make sense for me. I'm just going to tap. Why would I stress myself out? Especially if this is a non-title match. I could be in the same for all intents and purposes, all intents and purposes in the, in the realm of impact. Josh Alexander probably got injured from Kushida overstretching his arm in the hoverboard lock. Why would I put myself in that same thing? So, yeah, I might lose clean, but there's no stakes here. It doesn't matter. It's um something, something war, and you can retreat now, and it doesn't mean that you lose the war, but when the battle and everything's online, I know that I cannot get hit with that hoverboard lock. I cannot. I cannot. I cannot. I cannot. Tommy the Brain Heenan follows up with, okay, Joel, if in fact actually moves with that as the story, I'm good with it. Makes the same, it makes this the same as when you predict WWE's terrible booking. They've gotten better. They haven't gotten better, better, but they've gotten better. Um, I also like coming up with like the worst case scenario and laughing my ass off when it happens because inevitably it does. Oh, chaos and wrestling is my favorite. I oh. also agree with in chat with with um, in chat where they say it gives Macklin a reason to get the win back too. It'll make Macklin, like Joel said, obsessed with Kushida. Now I really gotta be on it because you tapped me out. Eight, I have, when's the last time Macklin lost? Like ate the pin or anything? Yeah, I can. I mean, I can look it up, but the, the reality is, it's been a long time, it's and he, has, he hasn't looked bad. In mm -hmm. defeats either. So now, I mean, now I'm going to look it up because here we are. I don't okay. think that he looked bad tonight losing clean either, considering all the turmoil that was going on within his team. He wrote Swan off. The only one he kind of trusted was Kazarian, but even then, I trust you enough to follow me, and that's it. So there was a double count out Swan and Macklin back in September. And then. There was I'm a I'm looking. I'm looking for an actual like lost, lost. Mm -hmm. 
Because they've had, like, as much as Alexander's been booked strong, so has Macklin. Macklin has been booked strong for a very, a very, a very long time. Oh, you know, so yeah, there's the Bound for Glory, the Collier Shop, but I don't really count that one. I'm talking like a match match. Uh, Decay beat Moose and Macklin on a TV taping, but then there was a number one contendership match back in August of last year where Eddie Edwards won uh, a six-way elimination match. So someone had to get pinned there. So that's that's one yeah. way. I like I, I I cannot remember when the last time I've seen Macklin take a pin or tap. A pin is one thing. Tapping is something completely different. And I don't think I've ever seen Macklin tap. Tomohiro Ishii defeats Steve Macklin. Oh, Saban at Chris uh, at uh, Under Siege 2022. Saban defeats Macklin. I feel like we covered that. Are, did I? We Jensen, just have Jensen and I did that show. Okay, but either way, Macklin's lost in. It's been almost a year since he's really lost clean. Mm-hmm. So there's some good stuff in there. Again, we're building to, we're building Steve Macklin as the guy, and there is room for that. And I'm I'm a big fan of that. So we'll see where it goes moving forward. Regardless, that was Impact Sacrifice. The matches were good, minus a couple of busted open. Uh, but otherwise, you know, I don't really have much to add. It, again, it was it was an Impact special special. Yeah. Yeah, I, I again, I at the top of the show, I said we were giving the show grace because of everything that happened. It sucks to lose both of your world champions who were both supposed to compete tonight. So, all in all, for what it was, it was great. It just makes me wonder: was the busted open match dragged out because there was no Grace Mickey, and because there was no Alexander? Was the post match then different? It's yeah, it's possible. I think Kushida was going to tap out Alexander tonight. You know, I that's a good was, shout. That's a good point. I, I think, think we're gone. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then it just would have been. It wouldn't have been Kaz and Macklin jawjacking. It would have been something else. So, regardless, Multiverse is on Thursday. I have no idea what we're going to do because the show starts at 11 p.m. Eastern. And I don't know if we want to start a post show at two in the morning. God knows yeah. the show was already up against a SmackDown that is uh, leading up to WrestleMania. So hopefully people are going to come and catch this. Go ahead, share the link with your friends, tell them to watch this post show. And also, you know, we're here every Thursday night, maybe not this coming week, but every other Thursday night we're here, us and then Crescent Star. We do the, the Impact Show. But before that, we've got Kate and Reg doing the Post ROH show. Check them out every Thursday night. Let's get through the plugs, Cresta. Do the thing because I'm ready for bed. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, thank you so much for spending your Friday evening here with us. We just did the Post Impact show for sacrifice, 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 sacrifice. My name is Cresta Star. You can catch me every Monday and Wednesday on Twitch.tv, Cresta Star, where I watch Raw and Dynamite with you. Well, not really with you because I don't want to get banned, but uh, you know what I mean. You can find it at twitch.tv slash Crestastar Thursdays. I am here with Joel Pearl. Um, And anything else you need to know, Cresta the Star on Twitter. My link tree is in my bio. I am here for you. Watch wrestling, like wrestling, like Joel Pearl. But where can they find you, Joel Pearl, to like you? Earlier today, I did Day After Dynamite or Day After Day After Dynamite with William Washington. That was a blast. Go check that out here, youtube.com slash Fightful. Tomorrow over at Fightful Overbooked, go to youtube.com slash Fightful Overbooked. Myself and 
Jeff Hawkins. Baby, I got him off the bench. We're going to talk about WrestleMania gimmick matches. That's right. The bad, the good, the boneyards. We're going to talk about them. We're going to hang out tomorrow on Fightful Overbooked, probably in the evening. Come and hang out with us. Uh, and then, of course, Sunday, myself and Kate, we're back. We're going to do our show again, Fightful Overbooked. Go check us out. Until then, Thursdays, that's where you find Cresta and I. Ladies, gentlemen, friends beyond the binary. We'll see you in the next one. Have a great weekend. Cheers. Bye. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. You just take your shot. It doesn't feel like you're on a diet. What I wasn't expecting it to do was to shut off the food noise. This was life-altering, and if I can do it, I feel like anybody can do it. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.